everybody. It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator. Come on in here. Come on in, get comfortable, get your tea, get your coffee, whatever it is. If you're driving, please focus on your driving <laughs> on skills. Yes, we want you to get to your destination safe and sound. Uh, it's been an amazing time in the last few days. We took some time off. Yes, we did. And reconnected, rebonded, uh, visited some of our favorite places, mm-hmm. sang on our car ride. We did. Janice singing again, if you didn't know. Yes, I'm singing and playing again. So you guys think positive thoughts for me, please. Uh, it's something I haven't touched in years, but I am genuinely excited. Me too. Yeah. So speaking of playing and music and all that good stuff, we've got a very wonderful guest on our podcast today. An incredible guest. And I'm just going to say this. Meet her greet her and enjoy her ah. fully because this is going to be a nice ride yeah for real do you want to introduce her absolutely we are going to be talking to the one the only and none other amanda yay come on amanda come in here <laughs> yes i am here what is up family it's been a long time since we've connected but i'm glad to be on your show yeah i'm glad to have yeah. you Yes, absolutely. And, you know, in busy schedules and and getting more seasoned, I won't call us older, we're more seasoned now. (laughs) We have (laughs) learned how to properly get together. We got calendars and and people helping Mm -hmm. us keep our schedules together. So we had an opportunity and we just jumped on it. I I wanted to do this for so long. Uh, A lot of people don't know this. I don't even know if uh, Amanda knows this, but I nicknamed her years ago. And I've always called her Ladybug. And so if that slips yes. out, that, that's that's just what I've always called her. So let's talk about that before we get, go any further. Okay. What is up with the Ladybug? Where's that name from? Well, so back in the day, there was this group called Diggable Planets. And yes. this really hip chick, and I forgot her name now because it's been so long, but uh. I just always thought you were so hip, and and <laughs> I was like, man, she she's like this rapping, singing, playing, just cool artist. So I, I mean, I needed to give her a nickname that was kind of cool too. So I was like, oh, Ladybug, yeah, I like that. That's and, uh, crazy. Did she mention that in the lyrics? Um, she may, uh, she may have, and I think something is close to her name, Lady. It might even be Lady, but I don't know. I can't remember now. I'm gonna have to look that up. But yeah. that's crazy. You know, like you call me that, and then like. Some older lady that I met in church, she used to call me Ladybug, too. And I was like, and then when mm. Jim said that the other day, I was like, oh, my God, I remember that nickname. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> then it's meant to be. Meant to be. Uh. Right. Oh, my gosh, man. That's dope, Ladybug. Well, we're going to be back with Ladybug, but first we're going to do a Would You Rather. Okay. Let's do that. So let's do it. So, Amanda, we've got the book here, 1 to 2,000. Do you have a particular number you want to pick? Oh, I like number seven. That's always been my number. Number seven, it says, would you rather think with your right brain or your left brain? Mm. Mm. (laughs) I think right brain people are very creative, so I'm naturally just a right brain person. I think I have to go with right brain because that's just me all day, every day. I think if I took my creativity away, then I wouldn't be who I was. So I have to go with right brain. Perfect. Yeah, you're right. E, uh, right brain is more visual, intuitive, 
and it's mm-hmm. the creative, less organized way of thinking. So Amanda's saying right brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. How about you, Jen? Mm-hmm. Man, I prefer right brain, um, but from eight to five, I got to cope kind of more with my left because people look at me like, what? And that has happened with a team, right? Oh, we're going to do this. And now here's the message. Now run with it. Right. And there's no mm. step by step that throws a lot of people off. Right. So right. I love right. Um, but I've got to flex to left during the day. Man, you know, it's funny because and I'm not trying to sound special or anything in the way that, you know, makes me sound unique. I think it's more of a. I'm trying to think left a lot because I'm trying to analyze mm-hmm. things, break down things. I do a lot of studying and, and just getting deep into stuff. But even in that process, the bright side just seems to jump out. And like, I'm thinking about right. how to be creative at that point, you know? So yeah, I guess I'm mm-hmm. more right, right brain as well. You know what? I just thought, so yeah, I don't know if you're like this, but if I have a hard time remembering something, I've got a word associate. So not that being left-sided, is a bad thing. Obviously, I would never think that. But for me, I love the creativity. So I'm going to say creativity is the right place to be. So now I'll always mm-hmm. remember that it's the right side of my brain because it's the right place to be. You get it? Mm. Okay. That well, helps me. I that- like that. <laughs> Some nuggets I for like you. That. Well, we'll be back. Yes, drop the nuggets. Every day, elevate. We are back and we just wanted to jump straight into this because this is going to be an incredible ride for us and just going to sit back and enjoy. I just want to jump right into Ladybug's story and her creativity, her ability and skill and talent. And when I say all this, I know I'm building it up big and I know it's like, wow, what is this woman about to do? Well, let me just tell you, she's a singer. She's a songwriter. I'm sure she's written more than just music, and I don't even know that part of her, but Mm -hmm. she's also a life coach, very Mm -hmm. uh, well-spoken individual. And when I say a musician, I knew Ladybug for probably two years before I actually heard her play, and (laughs) it just blew me. I'm like, oh, my goodness, all this in this package. This Mm -hmm. is incredible. And the list goes on and on and on. She's also a podcaster, which... She knows how to do this just as well, if not better than we do. So just enjoy the great buildup of knowledge that this woman has. And let's just jump straight into that. Amanda, tell us what you do. Man, I think you told it off. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I do so many things. You know, I am a multi-passionate, thank God, multi-gifted and talented person, uh, that has had the opportunity to live life by, you know, God's design of who I am and be able to do what I love. So I am a life coach, a speaker, and an entrepreneur. And as you mentioned, I also do have a podcast called Hey Sugar Podcast. Hey Sugar. Um, and it, <laughs> hey Sugar. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And in all of that, I've been able to do so many things that have, um, been able to touch the lives of people. And now you mentioned I sing and I songwrite and also uh, I'm a musician. So everything that I do, all the gifts that I have, either singing or speaking, have been used to touch people 
you know, touch their spirit, touch their soul. I've had a co-working space that was in Claremont, had to close it because of COVID. I have a storytelling night called She Stories for Women, where they tell their their stories of their experiences and what they've gone through. And it's been a very healing, safe, sacred space that I've created for women, men, and children. Uh, we've told over 100 plus stories, which has been pretty wow. awesome and life-changing for people. And so through all of that, uh, in short, everything that I do, I tap into my superpower, my gift, and stay in my wheelhouse. Uh, and that's what has been the thing that has helped me to be, I believe, successful as a person living their purpose. That is awesome and amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I want to pause just for a second and say this. You know, a lot of people say, oh, this person can sing or they can play. And then you go and hear them. <laughs> And you're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, that's not what we're dealing with here. This is a professional who knows what she's doing. And when she says it's her wheelhouse, trust me, she is very skilled and gifted in what she does. How long have you been singing, playing, and writing? Man, singing and playing probably since I was seven years old. Mm. Now, this is a gift that um, my family is just naturally blessed with this gift. Like every one of my family either plays uh, piano, guitar, or organ. They all either sing or they're poets. Um, And so Mm. I just come from a family of singers. And um, my parents noticed the gift when I was seven years old. And I was just sitting down and just touching the keys. And and I was playing. And they were like, yeah, okay, we need to put you in lessons because we need to develop this gift that you already have. Um, So my parents made me take lessons, and I hated it like crazy. My mom used to sit in this chair and make me, you know, <clears throat> practice and I couldn't stand it. Um, and then when I was probably nine or 10 years old, uh, my mom made me join the choir. I was so used to laying on her shoulder in church every Sunday. My brothers and sisters are all, you need to make her do something. We're all doing something in church. She just can't be laying on you. I was made to, <laughs> to sing in the choir and I didn't want to. Uh, but my parents, you know, they saw the gift of singing and playing in me way beyond uh, what I saw. And my dad had prayed for a musician because, you know, he was a pastor. And if you know anything about pastors back in the day in churches, that, you know, musicians are hard to come by. And oh, so yeah. my dad was tired of uh, trying to find musicians. And he was tired of uh, trying to make his teenage, almost adult children, you know, tap into their gifts. So he was like, you know, I'm going to make her do this. And I'm so thankful that he made me uh, stick with it. You know, I hated it along the way. But, you know, as I got older, probably in my 20s, I appreciated the gift. I appreciated my parents really seeing the gift in me and making me take lessons and helping me to develop that skill. Because it's been the thing that has afforded me the lifestyle that I wanted to create for me and my daughter as a single mom. I was able to buy a house because I was a musician. I was able to do things for her that a lot of uh, two-parent homes did as a single mom. So I'm thankful for my gift, man. That's right. I'm thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so so happy that you uh, just went down that street with how a parent can push you to do something that you didn't like at the time, but you realized much later that it was so worth it. Mm -hmm. While we're Mm -hmm. in this particular lane, I want to ask you about your released projects and your featured projects and 
and, and things that you've done. So if someone wants to hear you or find you, they can do that. And I'm going to pause it after each gift and talent so that we don't lose any uh, momentum. Cool. Yeah. Music, music, music. That's number one. Most people know me as a, uh, you know, a singer and a musician uh, for those like you guys, you know me for years for that. Uh, my music is available on Spotify, all the streaming platforms. I'm working on actually funny that we're talking about this right now. Over COVID, I was able to tap into my music self. Uh, a really quick story. Probably about in 2019, this is just crazy, 2019, the fall of 2019, I had met this guy and we started dating and he happened to be a musician too. And, you know, between 2016, it was me launching my co-working space in 2019. I really hadn't wrote any music. I was having a writer's block. I sang and play all the time, of course, on Sundays. You know, every now and then I would sing uh, when my artist friends wanted me to do features and stuff on their project. I would do that. I was in the writer's block. And so I had moved to a new place, living by myself. And I had a little music room that was a designated space for me to do music, even though I really wasn't doing music because I was just in a block. But I was talking to this guy and we had a conversation about music and he was a musician and a producer too. So that part of me started to wake up a little bit because I was connected with him. And of course, I was falling in love with this gentleman. But one night after I uh, was trying to show him some chords and everything, we got off the phone and I was just in the room just playing, you know, different chords and everything. And, and while I was playing, you know, I began to start feeling this overwhelming feeling of not remorse, but a feeling of being apologetic, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was beginning to play and tears started to flow from my face. And, you know, I just started crying and I was just like, oh man, I had a epiphany or had a revelation that I walked away from my gift of music mm. to do business, mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur. And I didn't make the proper space that I needed for my music, I totally gave 100% to me being an entrepreneur and I traded my, I sacrificed my gift of music to be an entrepreneur and God like brought that to my attention. He's like, that's what you did. You wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I said, okay, I opened doors for you. I gave you favor and all that, but my sacrificial lamb was my music. Wow. And I lost all of that in those years because I was so engulfed in being an entrepreneur and I just began crying. I just began apologizing to God and asking for forgiveness for doing that, for neglecting my gift. And literally probably maybe a week or so later, that's when like my writer block went away, Mm. opened up, started writing, started learning how to produce, like just really making some really dope music And I say all that to say is that, you know, whatever gift that you have, if you believe in God or not, the higher power, your creator, but whatever gift that you've been given, uh, make sure you make space to be creative. Mm -hmm. And if you're creative, if you're a right brain person, like we talked about earlier, so many times we don't make space for our creativity because we're caught up in our everyday life, nine to five, family, kids whatever husband wife we just get so caught up and so it's so important for you to make space um for your creativity 
Absolutely. Because he could die. Yeah. He could die. But now it's alive. So I say all that to say, I'm happy to be back doing music. You can find <laughs> my music on all streaming platforms. But just had to drop that in to people that are, are feel like they're lost in their creativity and they don't um, they don't know what they're going to do. Tap back into it. So I tap back into it. So you, my music can be found on all streaming platforms. I have some features with D Mills. He's a producer out of L.A. And we've done a couple things with each other. Uh, some hip-hop artists, you can find some features. Just put my name in there or, you know, find it on YouTube. I'm, I'm in there and I've done some things and um, I'm happy to be back. So y'all just just wait. End of, end of uh, June, early part of July, check some music. I did drop a uh, single last year called Never Never. has that island hip-hop type vibe, nice. uh, R&B. So you can check that out on Spotify. Uh, we're going to be doing a... Uh, a video for that this summer and yeah I plan to be getting out and doing some house concerts and hopefully Corey me and Corey gonna do some things together and you know I'll be that's back right. out there mm-hmm. you find me live somewhere uh-huh. so yeah so that's the music part of it cool love that Amanda yeah. before we go on to your next project I wanted to stay on a couple of things that just really spoke to my heart um, the story first of all is an amazing one and you know, I was just doing my my meditation, my quiet time this morning. It, it's crazy when things happen like that, when, you know, you hear something and you write on it and you marinate in it. And then someone comes behind you just a few minutes later and kind of solidifies what you're hearing. You know what I mean? So when you said that, you know, it's his grace when we his grace really abounds when you're in a humble state of mind, in a humble spirit. And so I just really sense the humility, like when you were sharing your story about, man, I'm sorry that I sacrificed something you gave me, that I gave up something that you gave to me. And that absolutely requires a humble uh, request for forgiveness and apologies. And so it doesn't surprise me that within a week, right, that block just opened up and floodgates opened up and, and the words came back. Mm-hmm. that's another thing too i think as people you know we do get caught up in time and other projects and we're so we become so focused and when you have that moment of realization like dang i messed that up don't stay mm-hmm. there you know like find your way yeah. back to where you were you know what you were walking away from what you're running from whatever the case may be when you have that moment stay there and don't run from that moment just come correct mm-hmm. with it and 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 take that in. You know, I think that's so important is being a creative because we have a tendency to dib and dab into all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to try this. Oh, I want to try that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. But when you've got a gift, you've got to handle it as yeah. a gift. And, and I'm glad you said that, Jen, because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. And I know Amanda can t- attest to this as well. This is what I'm dealing with on a regular basis because I know for a fact that there are different talents and gifts inside of me. But the way I was raised and the way I learned about music and then acting, because I was heavily into acting, I was also an athlete. I I just remember thinking about the Fred Astaire's and the Frank Sinatra's and, and all these different people back in the day 
you know, you had to be able to do more than one thing. Right. You, you couldn't just rely on mm-hmm. your singing. You had to rely on your singing, your dancing, your acting, mm-hmm. and then whatever mm-hmm. else it was. And, and a lot of these people were writing their own material. You think about Judy Garland and even mm-hmm. uh, what's the Yanni, the lady that was in Yanni. I don't know. Moonstruck. Cher? <laughs> even Cher. And Cher wasn't that great of a dancer, but... <laughs> You guys know what I'm getting at. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Oh, Thank go. you. Thank you so I'm much. Like, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out here all by myself. I had to think about it. I was like, Barbara Streisand. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, you have to have that ability, but you also have to have frame of mind to be able to put those things in their right lane at the right time. And I think we, mm. we have an opportunity to do that. We just don't always capitalize on it. Would anyone? Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't out here again by myself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And listen, like, hear, hear me when I tell you this. I'll admit this. I am a recovering Denise Huxtable. Okay, mm-hmm. I am a Denise Huxtable. Um, I have been throughout my years uh, of life. Doing this, doing that. Let me try this. Let me mm-hmm. see how she was. Like, I thought she wanted to be a designer, go to the trail. She wanted to do this. She wanted to do that. All these things that she wanted to do. Uh, but what I learned along the way is that, you know, you you have to find your fit. Like, you have to know who you are and what your gifts are. And it's okay for you to try different things. Don't mm-hmm. look uh, as, a, as a, a bad thing, you know, that you're doing this. And, and people think you're crazy. Like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm trying to. You got to find your fit. Right. You have to find out who you are, what your gifts are, what you're called to be. Once you tap into your purpose and you're like, aha, this is it. Now I know. And then you just have to be like me. You have to fight the detectable in you and file all those ideas in a virtual cabinet in your brain somewhere and just leave it. And maybe that thing might be used later in life, but tap into who you are and what you're called to be. And just, you know. Do that. Right. And even if it's part even if it's part time. And I think that's what, you know, as adults, as you get older, especially like when you're in like your thirties and your forties, like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to play the piano and I used to play it a little bit and I you know, I don't think I can do it anymore. Yeah, you can do it. You may not be able to get out there and gig and, and you know, be, you know, freaking um you can't you can't go out there and be share and that's okay, but you can be share by your design be Beethoven by your design you know what I'm saying and just play we have family or do whatever but you know you can find space to be that creative self like don't don't let that go don't let it go and before we wrap this up because I mean this is Great stuff for me, and I'm I'm enjoying it, and I, I hope the audience is enjoying this as well. If you can kind of wrap it up in t- into two, okay. entrepreneurship, and then how the podcast came about, and how that's going, and how they can find you. Cool, um, entrepreneurship, man. I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a little kid. You know, I always try to create something and start a business. I started a co-working space, like I said, in 2016. Um, I did that for about four years until COVID, and now um, I am speaking more. I had the opportunity during COVID to be asked to speak and moderate a lot of events. So I've kind of put all that together. Me providing space for entrepreneurs to grow and shine in my co-working space and me being able to be there to um, speak into their life. I find that I'm doing that same thing, even not having a brick and mortar. I'm still living my life as an entrepreneur and 
growing other businesses, serving people. It's all about me serving people. And then with Hey Sugar Podcast, it's the same thing. I've, I've used my storytelling nights to uh, do something, you know, that people can hear everywhere. And that's with my podcast, tapping into talking to people about, you know, making sure they live the life that they were called to live, making sure you tell your story because your story is very powerful and it's life-changing and your past can change somebody's future. And then being an entrepreneur, whatever your gifts are, if you want to start a business or a side hustle, you should do that thing because I'm a great example of that it can be done. And another crazy thing that I did that you guys probably didn't know is that I became a yoga uh, teacher last year, a certified yoga teacher. And I used that gift uh, and that practice of yoga to not only help me to heal from all the stuff that I went through last year, but it's also a part of my life coaching that helping people to be well inside and out. Incredible. I mean, that is just a wealth of knowledge right there in less than 30 minutes. And so hmm. for you, if you're interested uh, Amanda, can you give a spelling of your name? Because I know you spell mm -hmm. your name very uniquely so people can know how to find you. Sure, sure. You can check out my website. It is E-H-M-A-N-D-A-H Ramsey.com. So Amanda Ramsey.com. You can find me on my website. You can also Google me, uh, like I said, for my music and for everything I do. Or check out Hey Sugar Podcast on Anchor FM, and then you'll be finding me everywhere. Nice. Yeah. That, that That's beautiful. And guys, I want you to know something. This woman is doing this out of the kindness of her heart as a favor to me. She just said, yes, let's do this. And so I'm, I want to thank her in public on the podcast right now. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all the wisdom that you've dropped on us. And I got to have you back. I want I want more. I know there's more. And it felt like it went by so fast. So. Yeah, just being too fast. I'm like, can we get you back next week, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> part two, huh? <laughs> Please. Yes, I need a part two. And I and I, you know, I'm taking everything that you've said and I know that, you know, we try to keep our podcast to about twenty two minutes, twenty five. Um, so there's gotta be a part two because you just opened up some really good uh doors for conversation and yeah, I don't want to miss out. Yeah. Awesome. I, I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to ask, but if, if you, if you're willing, I'm, I'm willing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm down. I, I appreciate you guys. And I thank you guys so much. You know, it's great talking to you and to your audience just about my life and, you know, whatever I can do to help people to be who they were called to be uh, and live the life that they want. I'm, I'm down. So let me know. I appreciate y'all. Love that. I just want to end with this because, you know, at Take the Elevator, we always say, look up and let's elevate. But before I even give our formal ending, I just have to say that I love, Amanda, how COVID shut doors down physically to your workspace. But that's the the key and the importance of purpose. It's not limited you know, sometimes we limit ourselves like, oh, I can only do it this way. The whole purpose was to create a space for connection, to learn, to serve others. And you're still doing that. And that's what we're talking about. May your dreams come true. No matter where they're at, whatever obstacles come our way, where there's a will, there's a way. Well, you know, us to take the elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day. 
we gotta get Amanda's voice on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every day.